This podcast is brought to you by Arrow and NetApp in collaboration with iVoxy and produced by GovExec's Studio 2G. iVoxy solutions combine the latest network technologies and best practices with a customer-centric approach to IT consulting to help state and local governments find right-sized solutions for their greatest challenges. To learn more about how iVoxy can help your state or locality lay the groundwork for successful cloud adoption, visit iVoxy.com. Cloud computing is undeniably having all the momentum. It's played a key role in transforming and revamping government operations and enabling digital transformation across all levels of the public sector. For state and local leaders, cloud has been especially useful in enabling the user-friendly services constituents want and streamlining processes to improve mission success. And while many agencies are already reaping the benefit of cloud, there are challenges that make migration a struggle to this day. State and local governments especially have to contend with tight budgets and limited personnel, which can be roadblocks to migration that require new skills, cost assessments, and tools. I'm your host, Camille Tutti, and to shed light into these obstacles and how to overcome them is Matt Cosolino, Senior Solutions Architect at iVoxy Consulting. The company helps accelerate state and local governments' understanding and adoption of innovative data availability technologies. Matt is focused on designing unique customer solutions and has a deep understanding of systems and networking. We'll dive deeper into how state and local government organizations can successfully tackle cloud migrations, typical pitfalls, and how vendor partners can aid agencies in their efforts. Thanks so much, Matt, for being here today. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. We've seen an uptick in cloud use among state and local governments. Can you talk about the benefits that cloud offers these entities? The biggest benefits most of my customers are seeing with cloud is the ability to deploy new applications and not have to wait on hardware to show up. So a lot of customers have this long budget cycle to buy new hardware. And if we can just spend money and put applications in the cloud, we don't have to wait for that cycle to happen. We can scale our applications as needed. What are some of the challenges government organizations face today when undertaking cloud migrations? The biggest issue we run into, the biggest issue we see with even just all customers, is that cloud isn't what you're used to. Cloud isn't what you've built on-prem. It's not your data center in the back office. It's a whole new beast, and it's not as simple as putting a virtual machine up there. Most of the cost savings are realized when you have applications that can leverage all of the independent individual components that cloud offers. For example, I might have an application that's running on a database. On-prem in my environment, I might have a database server dedicated to that. I don't want to, when I move to cloud, pick up that database server and set it there. I want to try to leverage something like native database services. So Amazon's database or Azure's database services so I can leverage them and just pay for my transactions and pay for the amount of data rather than building a whole virtual machine and installing and care and feeding of that SQL database itself. How can state and local governments overcome these challenges and successfully execute cloud migrations? And how can vendor partners help? A lot of what iVoxy is doing as far as interacting with that and helping customers is helping customers understand the infrastructure, what it is, 
how to leverage cloud, kind of like we were talking about with the SQL concept, that's where we're finding the most traction and the most help is we're helping customers set up the environment, configure their connectivity into it. Maybe there's multiple sites and we've got to do some networking, taking a look at the projects themselves, the applications themselves, and helping them say, hey, you know, when you move this, you want to actually have a plan on how you're going to do this and deploy it and who's going to champion that process of moving this application and where can we realize some of the benefits out of that. Have you seen anything that you would maybe call out as best practices in getting that cloud strategy together and moving forward? I think it's important for most customers to have a champion inside of their own organization, the one that knows kind of where we need to go and then incorporating the rest of the team and everyone else that works there so that everyone's focused on going the same direction. I'm sure everyone's worked in an environment where one group is like, now we're going to do this thing over here and we're going to do it our way. And that's caused delay or stress or contention inside of the organization. The more you can do to remove that kind of internal struggle, the easier time you'll have focusing on the actual technology and the actual project of how we need to move our application to a cloud platform. That's really interesting. Are there any other cultural aspects that come into play? What agencies or these localities are trying to go on this cloud journey? That's kind of the big one is it's a change. It's different. And that means we have to learn something new. We have to get comfortable with a new application. Outside of the culture, though, there's some applications that don't necessarily lend themselves to some of the cloud components. One of the big contexts, one of the big technologies that's coming up today is containers, Docker containers. Not all applications are ready for containerization. The successful containerized apps are the apps that have had containerization built into them and kind of planned for from the get-go. When you've got your application, you're just like, let's just pick it up and throw it over here and it'll be better. That's kind of a recipe for disaster. So it's understanding that whole application, how it works together, and having the people on board and the training there so that the support staff can feel empowered about what they're doing and how they're supporting it. A lot of the successful customers are having this conversation early on, and we're taking small steps to get there. We're doing, let's move this one service up there. Let's have success with that one service. Active Directory, email, those kinds of things. And then as we're bringing on new applications, that's the easy one is like, here's this new app. We've spent the time to set up this infrastructure. Let's deploy this into the cloud. Do it from a new environment. And now we've had a success. We've seen how this is working. We've had some positive reactions and positive feedback from the users. And now we can take that and look at our other applications and say, oh, here's some of the places we need to focus on. Here's some of the things we need to pay more attention to when we start moving our core business apps or these other complicated services up to the cloud. I want to go back to what you said about champions and talking about the cultural aspect. Is there a way for these organizations to cultivate a culture that really encourages champions? I feel people have to be excited about that. They have to be excited about, yeah, you know what? This cloud thing is pretty cool, right? And I know a lot of us think that or know now that it's not going anywhere. It's going to be around for a while. It's the way we're going to do things going forward. So having people that are aware of that and embrace the change and embrace the need to work together and embrace the culture of, yes, we can get that done, but we have to do it this way. Or yes, and 
when you come to them with a request. So you go to security and say, hey, I've got this new app. We need to do this, that, and the other thing with it. And security goes, well, no, because we don't allow protocol XYZ. That's detrimental to the success of migrating, to the success of working together, to the success of having these big, complicated cloud projects. When you go to the teams and you say, hey, here's the problem we're trying to solve. It looks like we need help from you. And they're like, all right, cool. Well, these are our requirements. So let's see how we can work together to get to that end goal. That's really the piece that needs to get cultivated. That's really the piece that's difficult. And you can't buy a widget to fix that component. Right. Sometimes CIOs, especially, are called CINOs because they're so (laughs) risk averse. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It takes some risk. It takes some, let's try this. Let's try this and be willing to fail and say, you know what? No, this isn't going to work this way. So let's do it a different way. What's that one piece of advice you can give government IT leaders as they look to navigate cloud migrations? Take your time. Don't fall into like the window of the budget cycle and it has to be done by this time. Make sure the teams are working together and make sure everything's moving forward as it should be. And Make sure that everyone has the resources and ability to learn and do the things that they need to do. Time is a very finite resource. And sometimes we just need to actually dedicate and give time to the people to be able to do the work that they need to do. And as you look further down the road, are you seeing any really interesting themes or trends emerging as it relates to cloud? More and more is going up there. The biggest one I see now is the scripted deployment process. The more I can do to build my application and codify it and codify the components that need to be deployed, the easier it's going to make my life. We've talked about that a lot in the past, and I want to be able to just throw this script at the thing and have it stand up and run. That's really what we want to get to when we're doing cloud. And that's really where the benefit is, is like, here's my application. I've built it. I can hit the blow it up button and then hit the restore button and they both work and it destroys and comes back and it's running just like I want it. That's kind of that end goal. That's the piece that needs to be the carrot on the stick as to here's where we're going, here's where we're getting to. Because I can build a lot of stuff by hand, but that doesn't survive over the years. That's a great note to end on. Matt, I want to thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. It's been great talking to you, Camille. And thanks to our listeners of this podcast. This episode of Migrating to the Citizen-Focused Secure Cloud podcast is sponsored by NetApp and Arrow in conjunction with iBoxy. For more information about how iBoxy Consulting can help your agency tackle cloud migration successfully, visit iBoxy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Migrating to the Citizen-Focused Secure Cloud podcast. Brought to you by Arrow and NetApp. To learn more about how iVoxy can help your state or locality lay the groundwork for successful cloud adoption, visit iVoxy.com.